This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you've got a thirst for knowledge that never quits, Brightside podcasts are just what you need. Whether you're into recent discoveries, space exploration, true stories, or useful tips for self-improvement, psychology, gadgets, or just your day-to-day routine, there's something for everyone. Mm-mm. I know what you did last summer what you had for lunch yesterday, and that you cried like a baby when your favorite celebrity couple split up. Now, 20 years ago, this would sound really creepy. But today, in the social networking era, basically anyone can say this about their e-friends. But in some cases, oversharing and bad online manners just go over the top. So here's my list of things not to do. Number 1. Sending one-word messages. Sometimes when chatting with friends, you try to be as brief and expressive as possible and put your thoughts in short sentences like awesome, deal, and so on. It's all fine as long as it actually delivers the message. But it's a whole different thing when someone is typing a long sentence and for some reason splits it up, sending it word by word. Is it like their internet provider charges them for every letter in a message, whereas the number of messages is unlimited? Anyway, imagine how annoying it feels on the other side. You literally chain the other person to the screen and make them wait and watch as your thoughts are born one by one. It's even worse when they aren't by their phone or laptop and the device is constantly beeping on the other side of the house. It's pretty scary to get 42 notifications in 5 minutes just to find out later that your friend went shopping yesterday and purchased 3 pairs of stilettos. Number 2. Only saying hello in a message. Do you have that one friend who types hello, sends the message, and waits for your response? I know they're trying to be polite and everything, but online communication is slightly different from the real world. If the other side just can't respond hi immediately and get down to business, they'll have to wonder what on earth do you want from them once they read the first message. Are you there? Do you have a minute? And the like also fall in the same category. It's way better to greet the person and explain what you want from them in one message. This will save both of you a bunch of time and help solve whatever problem you have faster. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Number 3. Bombarding people with e-cards. Oh, I love receiving e-cards. The more the better. And I'm particularly excited when they're glittering, said no one ever. Newsflash. Your morning will still be good, your weekend will still be great, and your summer will still be fun. Even if no one wishes you so in a card they found online and sent to 36 other people as well. Probably the most dangerous type of e-carders are those who find the most irrelevant holidays 
and wish you a happy Pickles Day or happy Beekeeper Day. Now, if you actually have a friend who is a beekeeper, this is awesome. And you want to show them you care about this professional holiday? The best thing you can do is give them a call or write something yourself. Even two lines composed by you are better than a multicolored generic card. Yuck. Number 4. Posting way too much stuff. Sharing is caring, but sometimes too much sharing means too little caring. Do you really want to know what your friend has for breakfast every single day? What their commute to work look like? Here come the videos. And how they went grocery shopping? Unless you're a news agency, it might be a good idea to limit the number of posts you make per day to one. Even if you're, let's say, traveling or doing something that seems like the most exciting thing in the world to you, are you positive your subscribers are ready to look at 187 pictures from your trip? If they are, they'll probably take a look at your Facebook album, but won't be too happy to scroll through all that in their Instagram feed. A few pictures that look really good will be enough, and will most likely bring you more likes. By the way, social networking sites are actually getting smarter these days and filter the content in such a way so that not everything your super active friend posts shows up in your feed. Thank you! Number 5 live-streaming concerts and events. Have you ever been to a concert you didn't plan to attend? Then you probably have to thank that one friend who likes to Snapchat the entire concert or start live-streaming on Instagram. While it's hard to keep the excitement levels down when Beyonce is right in front of you, it won't look that exciting to your friends, especially if you aren't in the front row seats and your phone camera doesn't let you broadcast in full HD. Never mind the piracy you're doing against the artists themselves, huh? The same is true for birthday parties, baseball, graduation, and actually any event. And no, creating 32 Instagram stories about the one event you attended isn't any better. Share one good picture or video and add a meaningful story of how exciting it felt to be part of that event, and you'll be fine. Trust me on this. Number 6 going crazy with hashtags and emojis. Some people must think their readers need visual hints on how to interpret their words, so they add emojis after every line they write. Or better yet, after every word in a short sentence. Maybe it's a good idea to sometimes just let people read and give their eyes a break from emojis. The same is true for hashtags. Unless you're a blogger or have a commercial account, Do you really believe adding more hashtag quote, hashtag popular, hashtag beautiful is going to help you get noticed more? Unfortunately, it's more likely to make you look funny. Number 7. Posting attention-seeking updates What have I done to deserve this? Said Smiley. All people go through rough times, but some feel the need to cryptically broadcast their hardships. They don't give any details they prefer to create the aura of secrecy and say something like, I'll PM you when asked about what's going on. Deep, meaningful quotes like, love is love and not love is not love also work fine for them. What the heck? And some of them also announce they're taking a break from social media and two days later come back as whiners or winners or even wieners. Take your pick. Just stop doing that, please. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Number eight, exposing your love life. Ah, it's awesome to be in love. But do you really have to share every detail of your relationship with the rest of the world? Posting selfies with too much affection involved, documenting every date you take, or sharing pictures of your sleeping significant other is a bit too much. No, actually, it's way too much. The only thing that's worse is posting mean stuff about them if you fight or break up. Number 9. Sending one-word voice messages Not everyone likes voice messages because it's not always convenient to listen to them when you're at work or, say, a family dinner. But what's even worse is when you ask a person a direct question and instead of typing yes or no, they choose to record it for you with their voice. The unlucky receiver then has to excuse themselves, find a quiet place, and listen to that response. Also, you can't copy and paste a voice message if needed. And if you have limited internet, it'll eat up way more of it than a text message. Number 10. Inviting people to like stuff they obviously don't care about. It's great when you and your friends have common interests and you invite them to like a page you know they'll actually like. But when you create pages or events for work and send invites to like and attend to your entire friends list, don't be surprised if people choose to stop receiving invites from you. Number 11. Tagging people in photos and comments without asking them. Not everybody likes being tagged in party pictures or any pictures whatsoever, no matter how funny and awesome they might seem to others. And it's really hard to find a person who likes getting involved in tag two friends in comments and win a sunscreen kind of stuff. So, it's always a good idea to ask people first, then share their pictures or nickname with the rest of the internet. Number 12. Reposting everything you see. It's normal to get excited about stuff and want to share it with your friends. But are you positive they want to see 17 pictures of puppies every day? Or endless, what piece of furniture would you be? tests. In fact, even when you share meaningful stuff like useful articles or news, it's always a good idea to explain what it means to you or what your opinion is on it instead of just hitting share or retweet. Otherwise, chances are your subscribers have already seen this piece six times and you're just flooding their feed with it. Ah, feels so good to get that off my chest. <laughs> 